everybody. Welcome to Buzzing About Romance. Joining me for this episode is Amanda. Hi, Amanda. Hi. And Heather. Hi, Heather. Hello. Coming in as a clutch participant this evening. Fuck yeah. Um, we appreciate it. Some of the pressure's off Amanda now. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> Some of the pressure's off people having to listen to me just oh my God. talk all night. Oh, we have lots of things to talk about. So, um... This episode is brought to you by author Marie Johnston. Explore her newest release, An Unfinished Memory, book three in the Oil Night series. Join Sutton and Wilder, ex-husband and wife, as they navigate the intricate balance of duty to community, desire, and family. Immerse yourself in the enthralling universe of the Oil Night series, where passion, intrigue, and allure uh or converge in a small town in North Dakota. Available on Amazon February 15th. Available with your Kindle Unlimited subscription. Um, I know that for many of you, Unfinished Memory is a uh, anticipated read. Big, big anticipated Huge. read. I have like a whole like playlist in my head already. Like I am ready for this book. Like I And I didn't sign up for the ARC because I had too many ARCs, but I need it. So on this episode of Buzzing About Romance, we are updating you on our latest literary discoveries through the new to you author challenge. We're going to discuss some upcoming events that we are having at Buzzing, uh, upcoming events that we have here at Buzzing with excitement and share our current reads that have captured our hearts. Stay tuned for a delightful blend of bookish insights, heartfelt recommendations to fill your TBR. I am trying to spice up the intros. Because it kind nice. of annoys Leah. <laughs> Very nice. I like it. Yeah, sounds good. We're going to spice it up. Guys, do you know that it's almost been four years? June. Um, in June, it'll be four years. We've been doing this wow. a minute. That's a, that's a huge commitment a there. Huge yeah. That's why I'm thinking June of 2025. Be five years. For the five party. years. Big party. We'll need to do something epic. I, I believe I'm I can't commit. I have a senior that graduates in 2025. I know. I know. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll figure it out. Whatever. Who um, cares about my kid, right? It's just your kid. <laughs> so I didn't pick a romance term of the week this week, but if you have a literary term, a bookish term, or even something like last week, I defined what the word kink within romance means. So if you have any of those kinds of questions, you are welcome to put them in Discord under the bar chat or send us an email or whatever, and we will do our best to define them. What was the question this week? What was competence kink? Yes, that was in the Discord. What did we decide that was? Do you remember, Amanda? Uh, when I looked it up on Google, it says the attraction to a person that is really, really good at something. So it can be anything, but someone who is like superiorly good at something. Okay. So. Okay. But I think, you know, I think it's, it can vary depending sure. on the person. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think it would do vary depending on what you consider competence you know exactly is it competence in the bedroom is it socially is it um in work it just i guess it would really just depend yeah I, f I forget somebody said you know that it was um somebody who can fix things 
Like in, yeah, they like that in books, like, especially in like blue collar books and you have oh, somebody yeah. who can just fix anything. Like that's my husband. It's very directive. I always fa- think of competence kink as kind of MacGyver. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. there isn't a problem he can't solve. Kelly, someone Kelly. who's good at Scrabble. <laughs> who's really I good at Scrabble. Say, I, my husband is really good at grilling, which I know that sounds terrible. Like you're like, what? But that takes a lot of pressure off me, like cooking all the time. Like if he can grill, that means that we share responsibilities most of the time. Yeah. I'm married to a dude that can do a lot of things really well. Like he fixes things, he cooks, but, and then I get yelled at when I screw things up. So (laughs) take some of the sheen off the edge. Um. Okay, so let's talk new to us authors in 2024. Have you discovered a new author, Amanda? Oh, My <laughs> list is pretty small. I haven't, um, it's, I read a few new in January to me, and I've been in the middle of some other stuff so far this month, so I haven't done a whole lot of new, but I did read um, Britt Benson for the first time in January. So she was new to me and I loved her. Yeah. Um, she's an amazing follow on threads. If you're on threads, like she's like one of the main reasons I'm on. She has so <laughs> many opinions though. She does, but it's hilarious. Um, so her, and then I had Alta Hensley, the one that we did, you and I did heathens. That uh-huh. was new for me. And I was then, new and spicy. That quick shot's yes. coming this week, I think. Oh, is it? Okay, I couldn't yeah. remember if we were out yet. But also, yeah, that one's good. Did you see she and Zoe Blake have a pen name together and have a new book out that's coming out? Sign up no. song, give me books, Heather, just so you know. Okay. Um, it sounds dark. Does it? I don't think I saw that. Yeah. I think they're going with the name Hensley Blake as the author name. Oh, nice. So, um, but yeah. Anyway, who else do you got there, Amanda? Um, Lucy Eden was new to me. I read the, the book boyfriend, the blind date with book boyfriend for that was my first Lucy Eden book. Um, I read, I read Jocelyn for the first time I did that for, for you, but I love the dark nights. Like I'm, I'm like all in, like I'm ready to read more. I just actually got a package from her today. So I still have to unbox it and show off my books. Um, that's so funny. Um, I'm so glad you liked those books. She really like once she fixed them up and the small little things, they are really great hockey romances. But the other thing is, is the first time I read through book one, and there's all these little Easter eggs Ooh. for her love of Batman. Oh, yeah. It's great. And it's so nerdy. and it's But it's done in such a subtle way that I was impressed. Like, I texted her immediately. I'm like, tell me. Tell me you're a Batman fan. And she's like, yes, I'm obsessed. <laughs> Yeah, I really like that series. I'm I'm like dying to get back into her other books at some point when I when I can. Oh, so. there'll be more work coming your way. Don't you worry. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm ready. I'm excited. And then I think um the only other new to me, I read um I read my first Mariana Zapata book. So I've never read one. Um I did the which one did I do? The Wall of Winnipeg. That is and such I, a good book. I and I enjoyed it. I mean slow burn, I don't mind that, but um I I enjoyed it I get get why people 
love it. Um, I could have, I needed like his point of view. That was my only gripe for yeah. that book. But other than that, I mean, I haven't, I haven't read a whole a lot of new to me. I mean, I, you all know, I've been down in Aurora Rose Reynolds rabbit hole. So I read like, you know, 20 of her books. But, what about you, know. you, Heather? Any new to you authors um, so far in yeah. 2024? What you got? Yeah. Well, um, so I started my year in a deep dive of LK Shaw Mafia. Um, I read two of her series. They were very good. And then um, I found January Bell, um, who is uh, like PNR. Oh, we heard about her in the Aliens Monsters Bonkers episode. She's very good. Um, I started Zoe Draven. Um, And who else? Um, Oh, Tara Stone. uh, Is it Tara Stone? I don't hold on. <laughs> yeah, Tana Stone. Sorry, Tana, Tana Stone. Stone. So she has oh, more aliens par- too. Mm-hmm, paranormal, and she's going to be in Denver. So, so yeah. What else? Um, I have a new tracker, so I actually track my new authors. I feel like I'm winning. There you well, go. I actually, I my reading is so off still, just because you know work and trying to get stuff for the podcast done. Um, So I haven't ventured too far out of the realm, but I did find Alexandria House. Um, She writes black sports romances and um, she's phenomenal. Um, The audio for her books are on Hoopla. She's on my list. She was so good. So powerful. And then this week I was doing an audio book for Christina C. Jones Oh, that's the one you sent all of us. Yeah, it is a second chance romance, which, you know, I'm always kind of eh about second chances. Mm-hmm. It was so good. Like, it is the epitome of um, in sickness and in health, loving through sickness and in health. Like, mm-hmm. so emotional, but so good. And the hero, Steph, super swoony. Audio is in Hoopla. Cannot recommend it enough. It's Wesley Siobhan. And uh, I think it's Jacoby Blake is his name. So it was the audio was amazing. Other than that, I haven't really. January is not a great reading month for me. Seems to be the trend. I think that's going to be my February so far. Yeah, I do have. Oh, that's tracking. Um, There's some good books coming out in February, though. Like on my Kindle, I have Ward Willing which is yes. the new Amanda Richardson book. Which, Heather, you did Pray Tell in the audio. Uh-huh. Oh my, it is so good. We've been screaming about it for <laughs> so months. Good. The audio was so yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, so I have Ward Willing, and then I have, um, oh, Melanie Moreland's Men of the Ooh. Falls. Okay. So we all know Melanie, right? She's like sweet. So Whoa. is this the mafia? Yeah. Okay. Her Niagara Mafia. Melanie Moreland wrote Mafia. And I thought, no way. Not our sweet little Melanie Moreland. And then I read the contract. And that dude, his name is Richard. And he lives up to every minute of being a Richard. But then I was like, okay, can Melanie Moreland really, really, really write Mafia? Oh, friends. Oh, yeah. oh when friends. When does that come out? How do I um, next Thursday, book one comes out, and then March seventh, 
the second book comes out and I'll have her on. It's not a duet. Okay. It's just two. It's the first two guys and there's going to be a third guy. Okay. Um, But I was lucky I got both books at the same time. (laughs) I know. Well, because I have an Instagram live with her next week and then we're doing a happy hour with her in March. And I think, are you doing that with me, Heather? Probably. I don't know. One of you yeah, is Yeah, I think Melanie. Heather is. Yeah, I'm yeah. doing Carly. I'm going, I think yeah. Heather's doing Melanie. So I probably that. should be getting you a copy of the books. I'll be. Yeah. Um, it's so, so here's the, pro- like, I love Mafia. It is my happy place. It is where I always want to live. And so when I move out of it, it's. I go back and then I never want to leave. And so it's hard to then fit in my other stuff. It's so hard. And boy, I've read some good mafia this last month. That Lane Hart book. Did you ever download that one? Savage Little Games? I really like that one. It was a wild ride. And kinky. For a slow burn. So kinky. Um, But I'm with you, Heather. There is something about... Mafia, and this was a huge Mafia week. We had mm-hmm. um, earlier this week Michelle Hurd's new book came out, and then Jill Ramsour's came out today, yesterday, today, today, yesterday, today. today. Uh, vicious seduction. Okay. Did you have an arc of this? <laughs> oh, of course. Of course oh, I have no self control. <laughs> I thought you were not taking as many arcs. You no, know, I'm not as terrible as Rachel, and I love you, Rachel. Rachel. I'm not trying to throw you under the bus, but I <laughs> limit myself way more than Rach. Um, it's just, it's Jill. Like, I'm sorry, Jill just delivers. And holy Hannah, he is major yeah. alpha. Okay, Did well, he's that? on my Kindle too. Well, he has this power move, and I was, I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna ruin it for you. But some spice, huh? Mm-hmm. So, what are you re- reading right now? Then, right now, what are you reading? How many books do you have going right now, currently, Heather? I'm sort of in between. Well, because it's made for Romeo is like a re-release. Did I ever tell you this stupid thing? Yes, you told me. Wait, no, tell us all because it's so funny. This is so funny. Tell us all. And I was like, who is this dumbass and why is she even read? I see Natasha Madison's name and I am immediately like, yep, I need that book. I don't care what it is. She puts it out. I'm reading it. So... Sign up for Made for Romeo, and then it comes, and I'm like, oh, I go on to Amazon, and I'm like, oh, the audio is here. I better get this. And I'm like, wait a second, why is the audio out? Like, what happened? And I'm like emailing Shauna, and she's like, um, it's a re-release. You, you know, and she's like, God, you're an idiot. And I'm like, oh, never mind, just me being me. <laughs> so funny. But you I'm, I'm messaged listening. us, you text us, I, and you're like, hey, whose book is Romeo? And I'm like, what? What? <laughs> anyway. Anyhow, was- it is the ad. I've been listening to the audio this week, and it is so good. I know that book was really decisive for people because of the setup into why they are broken up. Mm-hmm. It didn't bother me because... I feel like with that book, one, and I'm sure it's a Gen X thing, they had, didn't have a defined relationship. Like, there was no, like, we are a couple. And mm-hmm. I feel like 
that's miscommunication right there. Like that's miscommunication 101. If you haven't defined yourself as a couple, then it, you can't, yeah. you know, if you haven't said we're exclusive, we're together, then it's not cheating. Not technically. I mean, it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't great, but it technically wasn't cheating. And, and I have, and I'm one of those people that cheating is like a hard no for me, yeah. usually in a book. And it didn't bother me. That book, I felt like he, his character growth mm-hmm. across yeah. that book, like he was the one that was putting the boundaries up and saying, we aren't going that far. Yeah. I'm here to show you that I've changed, yeah. but I need to show you before you can just, cause she just thought, Hey, this is going to be a quick, fun little romp. Let's get this going. And he's like, no, 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 I'm here. And I just yeah, thought that book was so well done with that very hard to love trope. I also think he did the work. Like they were apart for how long and he was doing the work on himself and he owned up to it. Like yeah. flat out said, I'm an asshole. And I think that redemption was huge. Yeah. I so, really like it. So you're reading that one and then in prep of meant for stone. Which I've read. I'm ready for that. I know. I'm so excited about that book. I'm so ready for that book. You have. mm, I think I'm going to make a prediction here. We'll come back together, the three of us, after you've read it. Mm -hmm. I think that you are going to be so frustrated with Riley in this book, the heroine. Mm. I can see that. But what I love about her is she is fierce. She is strong. She is capable. But. There's a but. That's all I'm going to say. So, Amanda, what are you reading right now? Um, I've, I've been doing work stuff, so I haven't really like read anything this week outside of that. But I did finally start um, Falling for Mr. Bad by Melissa Foster. Oh, yeah. I got that arc and I'm like one chapter in and I'm I'm like in because these were two characters that I've been waiting on. So they're already like they're snarking at each other it's already like it's fantastic like I'm ready it's gonna be explosive so I'm I'm loving it now is that part of her Montgomery Badens or is it a whole different grouping so it's so it's part of like the Montgomery Bradens kind of like the heroine Sable is a Montgomery but then the hero is Kane Bad and he's the brother to the um, main character of Rocked by Love, like okay. Johnny Bad. So it kind of like ties in with the Bradens and the Montgomerys, but it's the Bad Brothers. Well, and wasn't their friend connected? Wasn't in that in the last um, steal on Silver Island? Um, yes. So Lenny is Lenny is connected to. Because weren't they going to use him as like her fake date, her fake date or something? Yes. Okay. Yes, instead of Duncan. So, but actually, her um, her boss is the one who ended up going with Johnny. So, and she's a Braden. I, I think I she's a Braden. She's one of the other. Yeah. yeah, I think she's a Braden. So, yeah, it all they're all tying in over there. Melissa's world is so big, and I know a lot of people are kind of. Um, hesitant to jump into Melissa Foster. I started with the Steels and I haven't read, I've read one or two of the Bradens and I did read the wiki wickets of that are 
um, the whiskey, or I guess the whiskeys that are out in Colorado on the Redemption Ranch series. Yeah, the whiskeys. And I'm just staying where, I'm staying in my lane. Like, I know that I love Silver Island, and I know that I love the whiskeys at Redemption Ranch. So, I haven't ventured, I haven't ventured out yet. Yeah, I mean, and... I mean, there's a lot of characters, and I feel like you can read a good majority of them without knowing what's going on. But I mean, sometimes the pages are crowded, but I don't mind it. Yeah. So, yeah. So Gretchen just said that she's super intimidated by Melissa Foster's backlist. I am too. I haven't really, like, I'm not sure where to dive in. So you're not lost since they're all kind of intertwined. You can dive in at the steals. I started with the steals, Jock's book. That book really stood alone. It was connected to a previous series, but that book really stood alone and it was fine. And also, to be honest, her Montlake books that are in Kindle Unlimited yeah. are the there's one with three sisters and it takes place on Silver Island and it's loosely connected to the Steels, but they all are separate. Yeah, I think um, they're the um, Silver Harbor, I think is what they're mm-hmm. called. And they're in KU. So it's. Yeah. And I think they're Read and Listen, too. Yes, mm. I think so. So I will say that like her Montlake books stand slightly separate enough that um, you get a feel for her writing style without being intimidated by, you know, like a 17,000 long book backlist. Yeah. And I think once you find the series that you like too, I think you can go in and out of those books. Like if there's one of them that has a trope that you don't love, because there was a couple for me in the Braden and Montgomery's that I did that with and I wasn't lost. Yeah. Okay. Um, she does try to make her book stand alone. She does so. Um, but she does. She likes a visitor on the page. She does a visitor. A visitor. Um, okay. So it's you know, uh, for me, what have I been reading? Um, well, I'm in the middle of Melanie's Men of the Falls, but actually earlier this week. So if you have Kindle Unlimited and you love an audiobook. Lindsay and I have been reading together the improbable meat cute novellas that Amazon did. So it's all a bunch of trad pub authors. Uh, Sally Thorne, um, Jasmine Gilroy, uh, Christina Lauren. I can't, there's a bunch of them. There's five books. They're all read and listen novellas. The longest is the Christina Lauren at 120 minutes. Um, so they were just like quick, like, clean the house type podcast mm. almost but a not like a novella they are so good and my book of the week is one of them because i have to tell you a funny story with it but it's but those are really great so if you and they're all centered around valentine's day mm. with improbable meat cutes like would you meet your forever this way on valentine's day so they're super cute um and it's read and listen with your kindle unlimited so Pop some headphones in and, you know, off we go. I love Read and Listen. I'm totally down for that. Same. Same. Okay. So there's been some book talk, book drama, um, because we cannot go a week without it. I don't even know. I'm not even following. Well, the one that I'll talk about real quick is the Sprayed Edges drama. I don't get it. It's First Use Doctrine. Plain and simple. She buys the books at retail. She can do what she wants to them. But an author's PA overstepped. And we are seeing so much of that right now, right? 
where author PAs are just kind of doing what they want? I mean, I feel like that was a big thing last year. I didn't, I didn't know about this until we started talking about it in the chat. So I didn't I'm just not paying attention. Uh, Janelle to and I put some stuff over in discord. So if you're interested, yeah. you can go over there and check it out. But basically I see it to be the same as, and cause one of the things that I thought have thought that's kind of bonkers is these authors do limited number special editions, kickstarters or boxes of mm -hmm. stuff, right? Like, only 250 of this cover are available or these signing exclusive covers. So if uh -huh. you can't get a ticket to that signing and you love that author or you love that book, you can't have access to that cover. Now, most authors, like I know Melanie Harlow did it last year and I know that Carrie Ann Ryan did it last year, where their signing covers at the end of the year would be available on their website. And I think that's what A.L. Jackson said she's going to do. Yeah. Um, But... People buy those signing covers, you know, buy those books or buy the Kickstarter or whatever. And then they turn around and sell them like on Macari or Pongo for hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Yep. Yeah. And nobody complains about that. You never hear anyone say like, oh, you know, that author deserves a portion of that money. No, they don't. It's your book. You get to do what you want. And if there's a market, I guess good for you. I it find it crazy town how much money people are spending um on like those special edition books i'm yeah. like like 100 700 800 dollars oh, yeah. i'm yeah. like what i have the lc silver from the first blue collar kickstarter box it's a wild f oh, flower yeah. cover it's the last book in the um ranch series the false start I think. Yeah. yeah and um that book a week after the kickstarter came out somebody showed me that on makari it was like 350 dollars. now oh yeah i was luckily gifted the blue collar book box and then i shared out the books to um you know the host so that mm -hmm. we could all support and have a portion of that because we were gifted it and like someone's like oh well you should sell it i'm like it was a gift Mm-hmm. If I didn't want it, it would go to someone in the community. And if I yeah. found out you sold it, we'd be done. Um yeah, that, it feels shady to do yeah. like if it's a gift or some an author like sends you something, like that feels yeah. shady to do. It happens all the time. You see people selling galleys and arcs copies for sale. Oh yeah. On Mercari, they have those all the time. Yeah. And you're and that's illegal, right? Like it is. Those are illegal. Yeah. You're not allowed to resell those. Like you're not even supposed to donate those to little free libraries. Um, they actually oh, have really? new Yeah. So I get two different copies from publishers when they send me books. They'll send us ones that have their finished copies, and those are our copies to do with as we wish. But if they send you an advanced copy, a galley, it comes with a um... white cover on it and it printed all over it is galley and my name is in it hmm. so that um if it ever shows up for sale somewhere oh i've got like a couple burn of e arcs that actually have my name in them yeah what heather so. do you like burn them or what do you do you recycle I mean, like, them rip the cover off and recycle is what you're supposed to do you can't eat every book no um uh so it's, I mean, if it's a finished copy, you can, but if it's a galley, like if it's in a way advanced copy that is un, like an uncorrected proof, it says uncorrected proof mm -hmm. on it, then yeah, you're not supposed to 
um, give those away or donate them. Oh, so, interesting. Um, but earlier this week, crazy audiobook narrators fandoms. Uh-huh. I did not know this was a thing, you guys. I did not know. I didn't hear about this. Well, I was a victim. I was a victim. I was not a victim. What? Um, so, um, Lindsay and I, we did, we're going to do a, a quick shot for Butcher and Blackbird. And oh. it was not a great read for me. It was okay. I don't want anyone to think I didn't, I didn't like the book, but it's okay. It's an easy entry book. I'll have a whole quick shot and what my hangups were on it, pacing, all that kind of stuff. But one of the things that was the big bug for me was the narrator. He chose to use an Irish accent and it didn't fit and it was annoying. Mm-hmm. I had to up the book to 2.5. I'm usually a 1.7 maxer. That's even fast for me. Yeah. I'm like yeah, a 1.7 maxer. I had to go to 2.5 to get through it. Cause I was like, this is annoying. Anyway, the messages in my DMs from people telling me how wrong I am, that he is, that narrator is amazing. And so then I had a conversation with a couple of people that are audiobook influencers that, you know, do audiobook stuff and was like, hey, you know, what did I step into here? And they're like, yeah. Oh, he has a big. Yeah, he, he has, has a, a big one. Yeah. He has a big following, and they don't pull back. Uh, there's another one who has a quite a big following. Um, maybe like a red telephone booth might be the like oh. you know when you think of him, he has a huge following. But in Mr. My Direction, mind, I don't actually think he could do any wrong. So, and if you try to tell me that, I will. Well, and I'm not saying there aren't narrators that I really love and I vibe with. Like, I get it. Um, But I'm not going to fight you to the death because you didn't like a book that they did. And that's the thing. Not everybody. Every book is for everybody. And and there are some times that I'm reading, I'm listening to a narrator and I'm like, oh, it's just, I can't, I got to go back. I got to eyeball read the rest of this or something. Yeah, and there the other thing too is there's a separation between character and person. Correct. And I think that some of the super fans in any fandom mm-hmm. can't make those separations. I think people actually forget that this is fiction. And we don't get to live in the book worlds. Like, you know what I mean? Like why are you telling lies, Heather? I don't. I don't know how to say this. Like, wait, you mean Aaron Wilde isn't my boyfriend and isn't moving in with me this week? Yeah, I mean, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I love reading so much, and I respect and appreciate the gift that the authors give us by allowing us to kind of separate ourselves from our real boring world, right? Yeah, but it it's not so world. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, yeah. it is. It's like, like there are some groups on Facebook that like next level bonkers. Next level bonkers. And um like you know, questions like well, we've seen it, you know, one author reader group, somebody was talking about getting their weekend with their daddy and their play and was sharing oh, this yeah. in an author's reader group and I'm like Step, step back, honey. 
Yeah. That's an inside the house comment, not an outside the house comment. Or your friends. Like, you know what I mean? You're in a group of people that aren't your friends. Right. You, You know what I'm saying? Well, and... Gretchen brings up something really interesting, parasocial relationships. We are seeing these lines get blurred mm-hmm. a lot. Um, and, you know, it's kind of become difficult sometimes to review books. Mm-hmm. Because you feel like, oh, this is my friend. I am friendly mm-hmm. with this person. Can I be honest? Yeah. Or is that going to cut off our relationship? It's not a real relationship if it's contingent on, you know... Right. If I love everything they do. True. And I'm really interested to see how some of these larger signings go this year with some of these standout breakout authors that have not previously in the past been standout breakout authors. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm really curious to see what's going to happen. Earlier this month, we learned that Berkeley dropped Liz Tomford for her deal we do none of the particulars berkeley has when i put a journalism request information request in i was told at this time berkeley has no comment but the books are not being distributed by berkeley for now so um but that's all like i don't know any particulars they aren't answering journalism inquiries and um but she's going to be at that signing in Charleston that Amanda's going to at Sweetgrass. Oh, and I think she's going to be in Denver. Be there. I think she's going to be at Denver too. She is going to be in Denver. And it brings up the question, like, you know, how is she going to handle the people that are, you know, going to be like, Hey, what happened with Berkeley? Where are those other books? I wanted the illustrated cover. She probably legally can't say anything. She's, she's going to have to deflect. Yeah. That's she's gonna be a, have to come up with a canned. I mean, hopefully she yeah. had a good yeah. PR company that kind of put together a couple responses for her and like some serious media coaching. Yeah. I'm guessing, like not media, but like similar to media, right? Well, yeah. And then um, earlier this week, it was announced that you had to end if you're going to Readers Take Denver and you want to see Rebecca Yaros. It was said that there were two different opportunities for her for signing. Her books will all be pre-signed at the one signing. The other books, you're limited to two items that you can bring from home. Mm-hmm. But then they everything will be stamped with an exclusive Readers Take Denver stamp. And if they find you selling those books after the event that Rebecca signed, you will not ever be allowed to come back to a Readers Take Denver event. And the way mm-hmm. the lottery worked for the two different signings is it's a total of 500 people for the one and 100 and, 100 and 1,200 for the other one. But she wasn't going to sign. Those books would be pre-signed for the bigger one. Yeah. So there's a panel and then there's a like meet and greet. And, but you couldn't you put your name in for both. If you No, put, I think, yeah, I think you had to put in. One or the other. Is that how it went? Yeah, it was one or the other. You couldn't put your name in for both. Um, If you put your name in for both, then you would be disqualified from both. You had to pick and take your chance. There are 3,000 tickets sold for that event. 5,000 tickets? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's giant. Um, I don't know. So, 
I'm going, but I know like this much information, obviously. Okay, I'm going with my friend Demi, and Demi said, Hey, sign, do this if you, you know, for Rebecca Yaros. And I was like, I'm not really, I don't care. Maybe, you know, if I win, maybe you get my ticket. Sorry. No, it's okay. I just fell down the stairs at my house, and it is the child who has a broken mm. body part. Okay. Says, oh, no. It's <laughs> Um, um so anyway I just filled out the form and I apparently got a seat for a meet and greet and I'm like what I don't I don't know what's happening yeah it's it's really interesting but then even at Sweetgrass like that's a huge signing right there's so many authors at that but so many of the new viral authors because I think Elsie Silver is signing at that one she is Devney Perry Devney Perry there so it's gonna be um yeah I forget who else Okay, but before we get, I got something to say. Um, is it considered sneaking around when it involves sexting? Here's a pro tip. If you're engaged in cl- clandestine activities with your ex-husband, perhaps it's not the best idea to have him hiding in your bed when your sister pays a visit. Join Wilder and Sutton, the unconventional exes, as they put various theories to test in an unfinished memory. This is book three of the Oil Night series. The sparks fly as they navigate the complexities of their relationship in this tension-filled read. Um, An unfinished memory will be available on Amazon February 15th with your Kindle Unlimited subscription. Okay. So, oh, had you not heard that teaser? Did you not read the doc, Heather? I found out I was doing this, and I left. And then I came (laughs) home, and I'm online. But can, if you have not also checked out the cover for Unfinished oh, yeah. Memory, yeah. do yourself a giant favor and just go look at it. And then obviously read all the books in the series. I mean, I like hijacked the intro because I was so excited about your ad in the first part of this <laughs> podcast. So it's okay. I can't, I can't wait for this book. Like, I'm so excited. I just, well, I got fussed at because we started talking about the book before I did the hello and welcome to Buzzing About Sorry. Romance. That was my fault. It's okay. Um, So this next section of the episode is inspired by Gretchen. Um, We, she posed a question in discord this week that if we had, we're meeting author X at a signing, what book of theirs would we want to have signed by them? So um, we looked through some upcoming signings and then really we just kind of threw that out the window and created our own author wish list. So these are authors we would love to meet and it's which of their books that we would want to have them signed. Um, Because sometimes it's not about necessarily that signing. Like I pick a signing specifically so I can meet author X. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so. Same. So Heather. <gasps> okay, I won't start I'm... with Heather then. No, do it. <laughs> okay. We'll just do it, do it, do it. We'll just go one by one. So give us okay. who's one of your want to meet authors and what book by them would you have signed? Sawyer Bennett. <laughs> and Dax. And Dax. 100%. And Ghost. Even though I have two copies of Ghost signed, I like... I don't know, yeah. but 100% Dax. No, I contemplated. So I had canceled on going to Sweetgrass with Jenny. And then I saw that Sawyer was signing at that TNT mm-hmm. signing in Raleigh. 
Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, come. You can stay with us. And I was like, oh, that's so sweet. And I contemplated. I looked at my guy. I was like, do you think we could do a weekend in Raleigh and then we'll stay? And he's like, no, we still have to pay taxes. <laughs> Freaking taxes. Um, okay, give us an author, um, Amanda, that's on your wish list. Okay, so one that I you're not going to run away from when you meet them. Well, I mean, that's that's just it's not anybody. So, um, and Shauna can tell you because I'll probably run away from Natasha in Charleston. Um, so she is my first one. So I I picked people that I know I'm going to see at upcoming settings. Yeah. So. I have um, Hollywood Playboy for her to sign. So I have the one with the special interior formatting. And that was really like one of my first books by her that I read last year that I was just like, I love this book. Love so that book. yeah, that's that's definitely on my on my list. Um, so for me, uh, I have quite a list. I actually have quite a list, you guys. Um, I'm going to start with Kelly Jameson. I love Kelly Jameson. And it makes me so sad that we can't get the aces in um, paperback. You know, they're ebook only, audiobook only. And I, I love those aces. But to be honest, the Heller Brothers. I would mm-hmm. take and buy those Heller Brother books, take them to Kelly Jameson and be like, oh, yeah. She also has a book called Body Shot that is about mm. a tequila tasting bar in San Diego oh. with three friends. It's so good and spicy. So good. I wrote that down a long time ago, and then I forgot. I'm going to write it down again. We'll see what happens. Yeah. So um, I Kelly Jameson, she is, like, top of my list. Okay, Heather, who you got now? I mean, well, you guys took, you know, two of mine. <laughs> okay. You can because... say again, because our books will probably be different. What book would you get from uh, Kelly? Well, I mean, I wish I could do the same thing with you as the Aces, but and I do love the Heller Brothers, but I think it would be Jackson's, um, the Wynn family. Okay, but some of those Wynn books are only, oh, Game Changer isn't. Game Changer is available in paperback. I know it is, because I have it, and same. I'm bringing it to Denver, and I'm going to have her sign it. But she does have a special edition Denver book that has her three books that are the Thrupples. And it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. I'm really looking forward to their Kickstarter they're doing too. Yes. And she's just sweet and kind and a great person. And so so I'm just super excited to just meet her because I've loved her for her writing and everything. So Uh, Amanda, who do you got on your list? Um, I have Brittany Shaheen. She's on my list. I actually have a lot of my favorite books signed by her, but I haven't met her, but I'm going to meet her at Knockout. So I'm very excited about that. So I would probably pick um, probably Finding His Mark because that was the first book I ever read by her and I don't have that one. So okay. that's that's book one in her Stealth Ops series. Um, next on my list is Vikeelan. I love Vi Keelan's books. I'm obsessed with Vi Keelan's books. And I have several books from her that have been signed that she's kindly sent me over the last couple of years. Um, but I have the invitation and I haven't had that signed. And that is one of the best. That is a meet cute that still lives rent free in my head. She wedding crashes his sister's wedding. And then she lies to him not knowing he's her brother 
and lies to him and says that she went to summer camp with the girl. And he's like, that was such a good book. It's such a great book. I love and that. The cover book. is awesome. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. It's gorgeous. Okay, Heather, who do you have now? Do you have someone new that you could think of? Yeah, I do. Um, well, it's kind of, they they write together, but they also write separate. So I'm gonna just go a twofer. Um, Eden Finley and Saxon James, and they live in Australia, and so they don't often come to the United States. And they have a foolish puck, they have a puck boy series that I love. It's MM, and they are a hoot, and they I just adore them. And I would love to meet them in person. Okay. Who else is on your wish list, Amanda? Anna Hackett. So she is in Australia and she's actually going to be at Knockout as well. And I'm super excited. So I'm going to get a copy of The Power Broker, which is Vander's book, um, Vander Norcross. Mm -hmm. And so I'm. You all very are going to be a hoot. A hoot oh, we're gonna die. at Knockout with you've got Riley Edwards, Susan Stoker, you've got Anna Hackett. You guys, I already did. Yeah, I already had. I already had Riley sign like three copies of Jasper's book. So you know, I've already accosted her as signing. So, and then ran away. <laughs> backups in case like you lose one, you've got like two backups. Well, I have. I have the original um, covers, which are no longer being printed, I believe. So she said she doesn't even have them for the seven oh seven. Oh, so I do have those. Okay, where'd you? And get then them? I have the new ones. I bought them on, I got them from her website before they changed. And then I think I had to get one on Amazon and I brought that one with me to um, Books at the Beach and had her sign it. But yeah, I have the whole first cover and then I have the second cover. So yeah. Um, okay. Next for me is I spend a lot of time virtually with this person, but I would love to meet them in person. And that's Krista Sandor. And I would take oh, a nanny yeah. book, take the nanny books, meet Krista. I'm so jealous that you get to meet her in Denver. I, she's so fun. Oh and I just want to hug you. her. I'm okay. so excited. You know, like, I just can't wait until the opportunity comes that we get to meet. And I just love her. Again, super kind human being. Yeah. Super you know kind. I mean? mm -hmm. Yep. Okay, Heather, do you have another one? Um, well, I'm going to go Natasha Madison because okay. obviously I'm a huge fan, read everything she puts out, but my favorite book of hers is Made for You and that is Vivian and Xavier and it's the boat and I just love them. Do you I need to talk about the them. dog too? Well, yeah, the dog, <laughs> Beatrice. Steals the, Beatrice steals the show, but that I think is, I say this probably in every review I write of Natasha's, that is her gift. She can write the heck out of a side character that you fall in love with. Yeah, 100%. She can. Okay, Amanda, do you have another author on your wish list? Um, I'm going to see A.L. Jackson at Sweetgrass. And so I do have the whole Redemption Hills yeah. series to take with me. So I'm very excited about that. I would love to meet her. And I hope the opportunity comes that I get to meet her. But I do love her website and her release boxes that she does. Oh, yeah. They're so mm -hmm. affordable. And the swag is amazing that she sends out. So I do have several signed copies of her books. But, yes, I would like to meet her in person, too. Um, what else do you have? I have – so I have Mary Carr. Um, She oh. – 
is one of those she writes with Lila Dubois and I would love to meet Lila too but Mary I just love her books and like I'm currently loving the Italian Stallion series that she has right now she does couples she does throuples and they're all so great um Tempted and Taken her latest release so very good but honestly if I was going to have her sign a book it's that hockey novella uh make her what is it? Oh, shoot. I forgot. I just thought we were just talking. We were about just it talking about part. it. Um, it's so good. It's so good. Um, I happened upon it by accident a couple years ago, but she is getting ready to release a hockey series. And so we will see that hero yes. come back. Um, making his play. Making his play. It's um, it's a sister's best friend. Um get married in Vegas, friends to lovers romance. And you guys know it's good if it's friends to lovers and I'm recommending it. It's so good. It's such a quick read too. Yeah. It's so good. Um, okay. And then do you have another one? one? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And this is not Marie Johnston. Yes. Oh yes. Okay. Because I mean, one, I love all of her books. She is also the sweetest, sweetest. I, such a kind person um it takes everything in my power actually not to stalk her up in Fargo but I do love that she writes North Dakota and she makes North Dakota a place that like this Minnesota girl wants to go to and that's hard to do so give her props for that and I just I just love her yeah I love her too and I'm jealous she was supposed to be at HEA but things didn't work out so you get Mm -hmm. to meet her in Denver hopefully I will hug her. And I'm not a hugger at all. So there's a few that I'm going to hug. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Do you have anyone else, Amanda? I have one more and only because I just found out she's going to be at my Barnes and Noble tomorrow. So Veronica Eden (laughs) is actually going to be at my Barnes and Noble tomorrow. And I'm dying because I just literally ordered all of her Heston U books from her website and they got delivered to my house on Monday. (laughs) And then you find out she's there tomorrow. Yeah, she's going to be like... 15 minutes like down the road. So I'm going to go over to the Barnes and Noble and see her tomorrow. So, and hopefully get, I think she has a, um, there was the other one, like the devil, you know, or something I think was another one. I don't have that one. So I think she's bringing copies of that. Oh my God. So try not to run away. I don't make any promises. I'm going to be there by myself. So, you know, that's what's going to happen. So deep breath. You can do it. Jeremy's going to be mulching. So I'll be alone. (laughs) You could do this. Um, I have one more and I'm going to meet her at um, authors in the bluegrass. Lexi Ryan. I love Lexi Ryan's books. I love her books. She was one of the first authors I found a million years ago with her Jackson brothers series. And she does not live far from where we live. Um, But I I love her books and her books. She was kind of like one of those discoveries when I found Kelly Jamison, when I found Sawyer Bennett and I found Lexi Ryan. I, and then, you know, the Lexi Blakes and the Shayla Blacks. I just really want to meet Lexi Ryan and she's an authors in the bluegrass. So I'm excited for that come October. So that's where we are. Um, Yeah. I mean, there's so many authors, right? There's so many authors that... There are, which begs the question. I'm doing this because I'm doing my readers take Denver um, pre-orders. And like, 
how many books is too many books? Like realistically, you know what I mean? Well, when Jenny and I went to Readers on the River, she was getting, she was going through Helena's um, mm -hmm. pre-order. And I will say that I have quite a few Helena books, but you're limited, like three books, right? You can only bring three books with you. And I didn't want to pre-order or, you know, because you can do more than three books when you do a pre-order. And I didn't want to pre-order and buy double books. Like, right. I think, you know, people in this house might have lost it. So um, I just tried to pick the ones that, like, I ended up getting the um, the kids, the second gen books, uh -huh. and then um, Good Luck Charm, because that's one of my all-time favorite Helena books. Yes. So. So, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I think you have to, how many is two books? But I think that, like, Jenny from some of the authors ordered, like, six and seven books. I did from Shayla Black. Here's a funny story. Or from Lexi Blake at Readers Take Denver. Shayla Black and Lexi Blake were supposed to both be at Readers Take Denver. And I wanted the Perfect Gentleman series signed by both of them. Well, Shayla Black had to pull out of the event and it was just Lexi Blake. Lexi Blake went and had lunch because they live in the same. They both live in Houston. Lexi Blake went and had lunch with Shayla to get my book signed for me so I could pick them up at Readers. That's so nice. so sweet. Isn't that sweet? Um, Anna Blakely did that. Actually, she was supposed to be in Iowa and some a family emergency came up and she signed all of these books. Profusely apologized and sent um, another author which was like above and beyond. Right. It was so sweet. She's super sweet. Oh, She's going to she be is. at Knockout. I met her at Books at the Beach, actually. Did you? I love her books. Love her books. Heather, I still don't know why you aren't like trolling to get tickets. I am. I have like three posts in there that I want tickets to go to Knockout. I told Jeff. Stuff and I was like, well, I'm going. <laughs> I was going to say, just plan on going and you just can come. just sit in the gulp. We'll find you a ticket. Don't you worry. I'll break myself in. <laughs> Susan will, Susan Stoker will like smuggle you in the door. Anna Hackett is there. And I don't yeah. know what to do because she's so great. <laughs> you might end up with restraining orders. I think the dudes that are driving in with us, like Jeremy and Mike, might need bail money <laughs> for Heather. Well, I think I would have to bring Justin, you know. Well, there you go. Whatever. He can hang with the other guys. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's just kind of our bookish check in. Um, that's our wish list for signings. I'm sure there's more. Mm -hmm. I mean, we need okay. them all. Like Carrie and Ryan, the sweetest. But oh, I've gotten yeah. to meet oh, her. Yeah. So. I, I do get to meet her in Charleston too. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Um, okay, so guess what time it is, guys? It's that uh -huh. time for book of the week. Book of the week time. Heather, what's your book of the week? You got to come back to me. I don't know. Oh, okay. Amanda, what's your book of the week? Okay. Um, so I, like I said, I haven't really been reading a lot this week, but um, I did actually get a book from NetGalley that I don't remember signing up for. Was it, sure one that, it. was it one that maybe a certain friend might have accidentally sent to your Kindle? No, no, not yet. I'll, I'm sure I'll read that one. But um, okay. no, there was one I, I I know I signed up for it, but I think it was like late and I signed up for it because the cover was cute and it's set in Scotland and it's called Kilt Trip 
by Alexandra Kiley. It's a debut mm-hmm. novel and I'm still very early into it, but it's freaking adorable. Um, it's set in Edinburgh. Um, the main character, Logan, he owns a tour company with his father and they give tours and his dad kind of goes behind his back and hires someone to come in and kind of revamp it to up their sales or whatever. And so Addie comes in and she and Logan, they have like a little bit of a meet cute where she's like a little deception. She doesn't tell him who she is. And it's like, they're out. It, I mean, it's in Scotland. I love Scotland. It's like my favorite place. So I'm I'm still very early into it, but I'm, I really like it so far. So. Okay. I'll do mine and then we'll go to Heather. Um, like okay. I said earlier, Lindsay and I have been reading the improbable meet cute uh novellas we're gonna do a quick shot on them and these are all valentine's day themed and my favorite so far i've read four of the five my favorite so far is rosie and the Dreamboat" by sally thorne so the premise of this book is the heroine is taking her sister to a spa on valentine's day to celebrate her sister's promotion, but she picked Valentine's Day because the couple package for Valentine's Day was cheaper than it would have been any other day. Okay. So, and they both have the same last name. So the lady at the spa thinks they're married. So funny. But she goes into one of those float chambers, the pods. Oh, yeah. The sensory yeah. deprivation thing. Yeah. And she gets stuck. So we're talking forced proximity by herself in the float chamber. And her rescuer is a fireman. Oh. His name is Leo Husband. And this is a this is a listen um, and read free with Kindle Unlimited, and it was less than an hour, but it was the most delightful hour. But then I get on my. <laughs> So I was, te- Lindsay and I were texting back and forth about it. And I'm like, I had thought about doing one of those float chamber like things. I thought that would be really fun. And then I read this and it's never happening. Um, <laughs> then I go on the Facebook. There's an ad for the place in Perrysburg. <laughs> I'm like, great. Now it's trolling me. Um, but the That's book. a hard pass. The book was so cute. These books, you guys. Jasmine Gilroy's takes place they he owns the bakery in her neighborhood and she thinks he hates her and then there's an earthquake on valentine's day oh interesting anyway they're just so cute um and it's fun to read something that's valentine's day they're all they're not all most of them are single narration some are dual point of view but most are a single point of view so just so you you know um i think christina lawrence was dual and the second one was also uh abby jimenez does does one and hers is dual there hers is super cute but a little sad and a little weepy but it was really well done but i think abby likes to make you cry as best um as she can and so yes but there it's five books all read and listen with kindle unlimited they're called the improbable meet cutes so cannot recommend them enough Um, all right i have my book you have your book what's your book yeah i'm not 100 percent sure it's out yet so um i'm really sorry but um emmy sanders is one of my favorite mm authors she um her debut novel was one of my top reads ever full hearts she has one it's called to catch a firefly it is a friends to lovers small town and it is so beautifully written 
um the emotion it just it it just totally tugs at your heartstrings um I did a little bit of beta reading for her on some things and she sent it to me like all of a sudden it stopped and she's like well this is all the further I am I'm like oh my god no I was just so engrossed in these two characters and the cover is absolutely gorgeous so it's called to catch a firefly by emmy sanders okay oh mine is not out yet either sorry it doesn't come out till march that's okay it's fine <laughs> we'll uh i'll still put them up as our books of the week i think they're great um okay so new segment time you can you guess the book each week we will share a quote from a recent or popular buzzing about romance read you have a chance to email us your guess at quote at buzzingaboutromance.com and we will announce the correct guests on the next week's show. Last week's quote was, For me, she existed in a place without rules or reasons because without her, nothing else mattered. That was a direct quote from Corrupted Union by Jill Ramsauer, which was one of our book club picks. So, and nobody guessed it. It's okay. Um, this week's quote Baby, I don't know how to be any cleaner. Every second spent with you is my favorite. Stop trying to put yourself last when you're number one for me. <laughs> Amanda, are you trying to figure it out? Yeah. Do I know it? You all, yeah. Okay. Yeah. My yep. brain is mush. You know it. It'll be on the website. I will have the quote up there in the on the shelf show notes on Sunday. So um, you can look at it, stock it and see if you can figure it out and then email me. Um, so next up, Patreon update. Um, I'm just jazzing things up over here, right? Uh, You're very jazz handsy. Gretchen needs a hint. Um, OK, so exciting news. This week, we're thrilled to announce that the Swag Packs are on their way. As the proud sponsor of our Fancy Drinks Cold Brew and Queen Bee tier, you will be receiving these exclusive goodies in your mailbox this week. Um, swag Packs are filled with romance-exclusive stickers, reading cards, and other delightful items, and are dispatched monthly after the 10th of each month. It's worth, worth mentioning that we happily ship these internationally. Please note that this pack is a monthly mailing, and you, if you happen to join Patreon after the 10th, your first swag pack will be sent the following month. Um, as a member of our Patreon community, not only do you receive these fantastic swag packs, but also gain access to exclusive episodes and other perks such as participation in Buzzing Book Club. Uh, stay updated on all of our events by checking out our calendar at bookcaseandcoffee.com slash event. We have a variety of exciting gatherings, including happy hours, IG lives, and book club waiting for you to join in on the fun. So... Um, thank you all for joining me. Sorry about that. Um, thank you all for joining me for this episode. Um, and just chatting books with me. Thanks for having Happy us. To, yeah, thank you. Okay. Indulge in the captivating story in Unfinished Memory, the third installment in the Oil Night series. Immerse yourself in a small town setting where love gets a second chance, entwined with the allure of a man in uniform and a hint of secrecy. As one reader, Leah, describes it, this book delivers some of the most ir 
Irresistible Sexual Tension in Recent Memory. This book is available February 15th with Kindle Unlimited. Anyway, thanks for joining us, everyone. (laughs) Until next time, everybody, happy reading. Find us on Instagram at buzzingaboutromance or on Twitter at buzzingromance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes. 